Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. This is Christy. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. I am so, so excited for you guys to meet this woman who I'm interviewing today, Miss Emily Fitz. She has been my coach for the last two years. Um, I hit my first of many five-figure-plus months in her energy, in her calibration, and um, you know, Emily has been on her own journey. Um, Emily is a coach for coaches, um, and she has been on her own journey. And she'll she'll talk about this in the program. But um, when I started to work with Emily, she very much had a very like masculine structure in place for her coaching. Meaning, what she coached on was very much all on the stuff that you do, on the action, the the systems, the framework, the strategies, the tools. And what's interesting is I worked with her. I did really well. Um, but I just was feeling like, ooh, this is feeling too grindy, too hustly, too, too much of what I really don't want. You know, if I wanted that kind of a way to make income, I would work at corporate America, right? So I was really looking for um kind of the best of both worlds. And we I, I pulled away from her and worked with another coach for a little bit um, who I actually had done a podcast about because it was like a horrible experience. <laughs> so there's great coaches and there's there's ones that, you know, just aren't a, a match. Um, and then I went back to Emily again, like a moth to a flame. Um, but what what I realized when I went back to her the second time was that she had massively gone through a big transformation and she now really combines the feminine and the masculine in such a beautiful way. So she's brilliant when it comes to st strategy and things like that, but she is so gifted and so transformational when it comes to um, the emotions, the mindset, the energetics, all of that. Um, and I'm so happy to bring her on the podcast today. So enjoy this conversation. It's so, so, so good. It's so, it's very deep. Um, we talk about, you know, sacred geometry and, you know, remembering and, 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 you know, our ancestors and what's happening with women right now across the board and just so much juiciness that if you are in my world and you are into what I'm into, you're going to love this conversation. Um, so enjoy. Hello, everyone. I'd like you to welcome Emily Fitz to the podcast. Welcome, Emily. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I, I mean, I, I'm going to do an intro, but I have to just say that Emily is my coach, somebody that I've worked with for over a year. Um, I can't say enough about her, but I don't want to cry. So I will just say that she has really helped me um, build my confidence, return back to who I am, love every single part of myself. And through that has helped me build a business that I'm really proud of and that I'm continuing to grow and expand into. So welcome yeah, you are. to the show. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It's such an honor to get to be here in, in collaboration and connection and sisterhood with you too. Like this is this is the best part about this industry is that we get to just dissolve the paradigms that just don't serve, you know, like these paradigms of because you're my coach or this or that it's like, we get to just literally peel all that away and just come back to remembering like who we are to each other at the core, at our essence. And that's mm. just like my favorite part about doing what I do. Oh, I know. And, and you are someone who's really bringing that element, I think, at least into my life, because yeah, we, and a lot of the people are going to watch this, have their own businesses in different industries. And we can look at other women that are make more money or have been in it for longer and, and think that they're somehow better than us or above us. And I really just want to say, I love how you're, you, you're like the only coach I hear talking about this, to be honest. You're like mm. the only person I've ever really heard say like, there's no hierarchy. And I just love that. Okay. 
I have questions. I have been waiting for this moment for a long time. Um, Question away. Question away. So tell me, tell, tell everybody kind of like just the quick, like who you are, what you do. And I'm really curious to know how you got to this place. Mm. By the way, also mention that you're from New England because yes, we got to give it up. (laughs) and for us it's like it's the Rhode Island right is one area code so it's like the 401 you know (laughs) um so silly so I am a business coach a multiple six-figure business owner I work with conscious women and leaders and coaches a lot of spiritual healers and um, women who are really women who incarnated here with a soul mission to fulfill. Mm. And one of my deepest desires is to get more of these women in positions of conscious leadership and power in ways that lift and raise the vibration of our planet, where we're putting money and, and influence and overflow in the hands of really connected in integrity, conscious leaders. There's no other way to, 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 to say that. Yeah. And women, right. This is really a lot of the work that I've been transitioning into even in the last year is this concept around like the rise of the goddess, right? Which mm. is just even further dismantling these ideas and these thoughts around um having to do or addicted to achievement or success or better than or worse than or higher than or lower than. It's just this like deep surrender into the being, into the sensation, into the feeling, into the pleasure. And do you hear that? Oh, hold no, on. you're good. I'm hearing like a weird clicky thing. Um, you're good on my end. Okay, good. Huh. Um, yeah, just surrendering into like the pleasure, into the being, into the feeling, into like all of these different, um, it's, it's not that we're not doing right. It's not that we're not doing, but the doing itself is coded in this energetic, you know, pleasure filled. I didn't even have the words for it. Vibe. Yeah. Like vibe, vibe. God, yeah. the goddess way there's, you know, it's yeah. like, ugh, it's really powerful. So how did you like get here? Cause I know yeah. for me, I, when I was like 10, I wasn't like, I want to be a coach. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> how far back do we go? <laughs> well, I mean, so, yeah, I know. So I lived, I lived in LA for like a decade, a little bit more than a decade. And that's where I met my partner. And, um, he and I were both in the acting industry and, um, I was waiting tables, you know, doing the, doing the like acting and waiting tables and waiting for my big break. And, you know, um, and I was like nearing 30 and I'm like, you know, I'd done a couple, I'd done a pilot, done some commercials, been in a, like a movie. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, I guess, you know, um, okay, hold and on. What movie? I know it was a, it was a really, um, Jeremy Irons was in it and who's like the voice of scar in Lion King. You've seen, I know okay. you've seen him. He's like in so many things. So okay. probably a lot of you guys are familiar with him, but anyway, it was an indie film that we shot in Kentucky awesome. I know. And I flew out there and I had this like small little part in this, like, you know, it was really fun. It was really amazing. Um, and yeah, I, I'd been on sets and seen the thing and done the thing. And I was like, I just don't, I, there's gotta be something more than this. And I remember sitting at the bar off of my shift, like at the back end of a server shift, and I'm looking up like ways to make money online, you know, <laughs> like the classic search. Oh my god! And I was like, oh, blogging. Uh, okay, I could. I'm like a decent writer. I could probably write some stuff. And it was like, write about what you know, write about what you love. And I was like, well, I just got married, so I could write about that. And so I like created this whole like www.themoderndaymarriage.com, and I was like working on a Squarespace you know, thing, website and all the things like you're, you, you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and, um, and then I was like, wait a second, I'm like living the marriage. I don't want to write about it too. That sounds awful. Like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, it's gotta be something else. And then it was like, 
it was like, ask your friends group, like, what are you already good at? What do you do? And I was like, wow, I don't know. I give a lot of people a lot of advice. Like I'm really good at that. And then I was like, what is this coaching thing I'm hearing about? I was like, you get paid to give advice to people. What? And, um, I was already sort of dabbling. I've always dabbled in the metaphysical spaces. Right. And so I ended up investing in a six month coaching program that was literally all about law of, law of attraction, manifestation, you know, all those things. And I was like, mm-hmm. great, I'm going to become a manifestation coach. And so then I, um, after my husband and I got married is when I really started this journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we tr- ended up traveling to Peru. This is a really long winded story, but we ended up traveling to Peru. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, sat for two ayahuasca ceremonies. And I'd already invested in the, the certification program at that point. But when Mm -hmm. I came back, I was like, Oh my God, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm meant to be of service. I'm meant to coach, you know, women and how to like be their best. Can we swear on this podcast? Of course. Be their best fucking selves. Of course. (laughs) New England, right? Is that (laughs) be their best fucking selves and, 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 you know, and claim money and abundance as their birthright and manifest, you know, like the, I used a lot of the jargon, the, the, yeah. the you know, the woo woo language. Then I was like, you know, it's your birthright and all the things and, you know, I live your best life. Yeah. Um, and so I ended up creating like a, a eight week manifestation course. And I did all the things you're not supposed to do. I like hired this program to teach you how to run ads, to fill the thing, mm-hmm. which I did. Right. So I'm like literally like lighting money on fire while I'm like trying to get, <laughs> it out, you know, and then creating some clients on my Instagram on the back end. And I was like, after I ran that manifestation program, I had a lot of the women be like, how are you, how'd you do this? And I'm like, well, don't do it the way I did it. <laughs> right. And, but a lot of, I saw like, oh my God, there's this need for women who are wanting to get their work and their purpose out in the world and in the hands of more people. Mm-hmm. And I ended up investing in a, a six month um, mastermind from there. And I learned how to grow organically and fill my offers organically. And I started to really implement these really powerful strategies around growing my own business. Um, and then from there, just, you know, kind of took off. This was at like the height of 2020 pandemic. Mm. And I remember I just signed my first client right before then, like outside of doing the ads, right. It was like this, like organic, growth. And I'd signed my first client and I was like, Oh my God. Right. And I'd gone six months prior, just in the driest of dry spells. Nobody was biting. I had a hundred clarity calls. I was like, God, this is awful. Right. And then that first sale came in and it was like $4,000 or something. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm <laughs> doing this. Right. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, Oh my God, I'm never going to sign another client. And I remember sitting in our living room, pulling out my Byron Katie tools. I love Byron Mm -hmm. Katie. If you guys don't know her, she's amazing. Yeah. Just questioning the thoughts, right? Is it true that I'm never going to sign another client? Can I absolutely know that it's true? Who would I be without the thought, right? Going through all the questions. And what I realized is that it is what it is pandemic or no pandemic. I can sign a client or not sign a client. It's how do I want to show up? What do I, what am I choosing? Mm -hmm. And then bam, bam, bam. I just started signing clients, you know? And I was like, did whatever I had to do. I remember offering like three month packages for nine 97. I was like, let me just get these women in the door, you know? And I was just grinding it out. And I was, and, 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 you know, we talked about the goddess way earlier. Yeah. And in the beginning stages of a business, like if you're somebody who's a new entrepreneur, yeah, you gotta have a little grit. Like you gotta just be willing to like get your hands dirty, put in the effort and, and how fast things can change. Right. So I went from no clients to a six figure business in like seven months. Wow. Right. And so these things can just change and shift so quickly. And that was 2020. And then in 2021, we more than tripled, right. Three X our income. Mm -hmm. And it was like, wow. And now here we are 2022, we're claiming our, our million dollar year, you know, and, and I, I'm, I don't know if that's going to happen this year, but there's something right. It's an integrity for me to claim Mm. what it is that my soul desires and to step into that. I heard this yesterday. Um, someone was saying like dress 
for where you're going, not mm. where you are. That's why I wore these earrings. I love it. <laughs> so good. Anyway, that's a long-winded story about how yeah. I got here into this space. No, that's important. It's important. And I want to ask you just a couple of questions. So when I started working with you, it was the end of 2020. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In November. And you helped me so much and you were, and you admit this, you were in a very masculine kind of way of, of building and you have massively taken a left and gone into I that. Really feminine. Yeah. And you've three X your business. So I, I almost want to say this. And then the question, which is you got to a six figure business grinding. I really did. And then you three X by stepping into your feminine. So yeah at least the way that's how I see it. So mm -hmm. the question I have for you is what was the shift? What was the clarity? Because a lot of the women that are going to listen to this podcast are stuck in the doing. And it's yeah. really scary to think that there's that abundance can come to you by not grinding, by not doing the thing that you've always been told to do. So what was that shift for you? And then like, maybe give one or two things for someone who wants to start to step into that feminine. First and foremost, get yourself in a container with someone who's doing it the way you want to be doing it. Mm. Because then you're, whether it's an accountability group or it's a mastermind or it's one-to-one, -one, whatever it is, where you're seeing the daily evidence that mm -hmm. this way works, that this way is possible. And you're connecting with someone in real time how did you do that? What yeah. was that? Right. What was the mental shift? Right. And so you're, you're surrounding yourself. Like I know cheesy corny, right. That the five people you hang out with is like, who, who it's you true though. Right. Yeah. And so the more you can be in relationship and connection and not, and not just like reading somebody's content on Instagram for free, that works, trust me. But there's, there's, when you're really serious about three Xing or, you know, like stepping out of an old pattern of doing and being in the masculine doing, and there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not saying like masculine doing is wrong. Cause it's not, it's finding the beautiful balance. It's finding the dance between the two. And how do we, how do we, how do we do the doing, but in a way that feels that's in pleasure and in joy and in expansiveness and liberation, not because we have to, right. But because I actually, I get to do this. I enjoy doing this. One of the things I think I've shared with you and I've shared a lot is why are you doing the thing you're doing, right? Are you running the masterclass because you feel like you have to do it to fill spots? Mm -hmm. or are you doing it because it brings you so much joy to speak on this topic and support other people in this realm, do it for that reason. And that reason alone, mm. not because you have to do it to get something else. Right. That's the, that's the, like, that's the linear thinking versus yeah. when we're playing in the quantum realm, which is really feminine, right? It's like anything is possible and everything is possible all at once. And it's not linear. It's, it's flowy yeah. and, you know, orgasmic yeah. and quantum and all yeah. the things cosmic. Yeah. I don't know. So what, tell me about what made you sh shift. Mm. So number one was getting in the room with women who were doing it the way I wanted and desire deeply desired to do it the way that my soul remembered but that my mind, right. Was getting in the way and saying, yeah. I, you know, I, it can only be this one way. Got it. So that was the first piece was I started to get in rooms with women who were doing it another way and were really, really successful at doing it that way. Yeah. Right. Not just women who were attempting it, women who were really successful. Mm -hmm. So that was the first piece. And then the second piece is literally getting in the arena and testing it out and trying it out. Right. And so part of that shift was like, I'm burnt out. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I know this isn't sustainable. And now I'm mm. a slave to my business. Yeah. Right. And I'm a slave to my social media. I'm a slave to my content and I'm a slave to my DMS. And this isn't right. I, I, I created this business to have freedom and to create freedom and a life of freedom. And now I'm just Not. literally living a nine to five, you know, working yeah. at working my dream job. And I just 
it was like, I knew that I could break the rules, but I had to test it for myself. So it's like everything and anything that I'm saying to you here, or that Christy says to you, or whoever, like whoever you're listening to and tuning into, don't just take our word for it. Go test it because Mm. that's how we build belief in what works is by collecting evidence. That's true. So you can listen to affirmations all day long. You can do hypnosis and subconscious reprogramming and all that stuff works. I'm not saying it doesn't, but it's actually getting out in the world and doing and failing and trying and doing again and collecting evidence because that's that right. Reticular activating system. It's like, Mm -hmm. now I'm seeing the evidence and the possibility. And the more evidence I create, the more I see. And the yep. more I see, the more I'm experiencing. And then the more of that is flowing. And then all of a sudden you look around and you're like, wow, I'm running an entirely different business than I was six months ago. Yeah. I love that. I've, I've always been so curious about what that shift was for you. Um, okay. Now let's get into some really good questions. <laughs> so what, like, Talk to me about your own perception of like, what is happening in the world right now with women? Mm. And I know that's a very big question, but very big, very big question. But I just mean like, from, from what I see is very normal people like myself and just normal people that I work with and talk to, they're just starting to sniff out that there's more and that Mm. what they've been told potentially isn't true. And, and everyone's at their own little phase, you know, there's like some people that are like, oh, you know, they, they actually deny it. And they're like, no, I want things to be status quo. And then there's people that are like curious. And then there's people like me that are just like, you know, grabbing my pitchfork and I'm like, let's do this girls. Like, (laughs) you know, like you, (laughs) right. Yeah. What, What do you think is happening? And, and I'm also asking this question because you've done a lot of ceremonies that have opened your mind in ways that I haven't. And we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment too. I'm so excited. Um, but yeah, I'm just so curious what you've seen, what you've experienced and what your, what your thoughts are on that. This is the stuff I love to talk about. Yeah. This is so yummy. Um, I think that, I think that we're in a phase, a time of remembering, mm-hmm. a deep soul remembering of how we used to be, to mm-hmm. operate, to live. And spirit actually showed me a, a vision. I don't know if I shared this with you. I might have, but I will share it here for everybody yeah. else. But spirit showed me this vision of like this kind of beginning of time, if you will. I don't know when it was right on the, on the linear timeline, but it was like almost garden of Eden esque and not to bring any biblical reference is not what it is, but it was this time when women were working together, living together, co-creating together. You know, there was this, there was this, um, this like safety, like the safe, sacred sisterhood that was, you know, just women in co-creation and in relationship and in celebration of each other. And spirit showed me this like almost visual representation of a veil, right? And this veil came down to almost descended upon um, beings, right? Or humanity, because it really was an, an image of humanity versus like all galactic, right? But it was like really earth, right? It was like humans and women in, on earth. And this veil came down and really like almost like descended upon all of us. And this was like the introduction of patriarchy, if you will. And in the introduction of that patriarchy and colonialism, it was this like property and get and, and, you know, taking without permission and consent and women were being ripped from each other. Right. This, like the ways we used to be in this almost like, um, like loving orgy way, like, so to speak, you're for it, (laughs) right. We're literally being ripped from each other. And this is when scarcity, you know, it was like scarcity and comparison and all of the ways that we are pitted against each other. And because we were afraid for our lives. Right. And so there was a lot of wounding in the feminine. So this veil comes down and we're being ripped from each other. But what spirit showed me was that we planted these energetic seeds and codes in each other's hearts in each other's blueprints and energetic makeups. And we said, I'm going to cry. I'm so tender today, but we said, we're going to come back and remember. 
And there's going to be a time when we're going to come back and I'm going to activate that seed within you. And I'm going to remind you, and then you're going to remind your people and they're going to remind their people. And literally spirit showed me this like graph, this like, like hexagon of like light beings and women just coming together. And, and I bump into your circle and your circle, but, and then it's like, we're just covering the entire globe. And so I think what's happening right now is that we're remembering the seeds we planted and we're, we're reminding each other. Oh my gosh. gosh. Okay. You guys, I just have to say, I got goosebumps just now. And I don't, you might be listening. Like what the fuck did she just say? But that just, in fact, you, that's not what you're thinking. Cause if you're listening to this, you're, you're part of this community, but I've never, that just feels so right. What you just said. And I I've been like yeah. dying to ask you. Um, yeah. And, and I would say too, wow. if you're not consciously remembering it right now, your soul is remembering it. And you listening to this podcast at this particular perfect time in history is you being guided to this conversation so that it can activate the codes of remembering. That was really powerful. Um, for those that, that are wondering, and I actually am wondering too, I mean, I, I intuitively think I know what it means, but what does it mean when you say codes? Hmm. So I almost like, you'll see this right in Well, yes, you will, you will most likely see that whenever you do a journey space with like certain psychedelics, Mm -hmm. there's what we call, um, um, what's the word I'm like literally blanking on it right now, but it's like, um, like a grid. Yes. But, but there's a very specific word and I'm literally having a brain fart, um, and sacred geometry. Okay. Sacred geometry. Okay. And you've seen pictures and paintings of all these things. Yeah. But when, when you're in that space and you're on these certain, you know, these certain medicines, you're literally shown the sacred geometry, which is always there. Okay. It's actually always there. And, and, and this, this, this light and the sacred geometry holds these energetic codes. It's almost like we like, have you ever heard somebody speak light language before? No. I've heard of it, but I've never actually, right. So it's like light language is something you're, we don't understand it as a human being, but our soul understands it. And light language is like an ancient language that almost when you speak it, it's like, if you, if you almost could picture like these little, like, um, symbols energetically, like coming out of the body and, and literally like coding, like you would code a computer mm-hmm. coding the, 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 the land or the dirt or the, the womb space or whatever it is that you're speaking this light language into. And so the way that we, um, even use the human language and we're in connection and relationship, like you come into my program or like a woman takes a program from you, you carry these codes for your clients, your specific clients, right. That activate a remembering. And so it might not be like a code that I consciously know that I'm carrying, but even like liberation or unapologetic, like my unapologetic nature or your feminine essence is a code you're carrying. It's like, I believe in reincarnation. Right. And so every time we reincarnate, we choose our avatars and in the choosing of the avatar, we choose our, you know, birth time and this and that and our human design and all the things. And what we're doing is we're coding our makeup so that when we go into these lives and these spaces, we're coming with this, like almost like a bag, like a medicine yeah. bag. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to use this and this and this, I'm going to paint with this and this. And, and so it's like, it's almost like if you thought about like writing code, yeah, words, we say ways of being energy carries these codes. The earth carries codes. There are chakras in the earth that carry codes and these codes activate a deep soul remembering even the medicines in certain ceremonies carry codes, Mm. things that we, that creation, that creator has imbued inside of the ayahuasca plant or a, or a psilocybin so that we can see the sacred geometry so that we can remember these messages that we're Mm. here to communicate so that we can raise the frequency of the, the planet and humanity as a whole. 
thank you so much for like teaching me that because you've been using this language for a while and I'm like, yeah, the codes. And then I'm like, what does that actually mean? <laughs> but I, but oh my God, you're probably not the only one. No. Yeah. So maybe make a post. That's a good post. That's a really good post. Yeah. But I, I intuitively, I figured like, you know, when you think codes, like to me, it was like almost like a password, but this actually makes sense because there's so many things that I learn about or hear about and I, and it's almost like, 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 oh yeah. And it's, it's I like that remembering. And it's like something inside of me yes. just got illuminated. Yes. And by the illumination yes. it's now. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, um, exactly. Yeah, totally. Ooh, I love you. Um, okay. <laughs> <I> love so, you. <laughs> all right. So thank you for that. Um, do you think we're totally fucked? <laughs> no. <laughs> I think we're cyclical I mean, beings by nature. No, I don't mean, well, I mean, you live in Texas. As in a society. Yeah. Like you live in Texas, which aren't you kind of scared a little bit ish? Like being a woman. Um, I think that we're, I think we're, I think all the shadows of humanity is coming to the surface because it has to, because there's no other way, right? How do you, how do you raise your frequency? by facing your shadow, right? And there are some really, really, really dark shadow pieces of humanity and the collective human experience. And so in my opinion, Mm -hmm. right? If we think about how we do our own work, right? If we just try to bypass the shadow, what's gonna happen, right? Yeah. And so what we're seeing is a physical representation of the shadow of humanity literally coming up to the surface right now of, of this right? country too america's in their pluto return which is like there you go and pluto's all about death and rebirth and the shadows mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. and there's this there's the cyclical nature of that too right so it's like because even in in death and rebirth is a cycle right and so earth moves in a cycle we as humans move in a cycle. And so what, what's happening right now is we're in the throes of, you know, the dark underbelly of the shadow that's been suppressed for a long time. And for us to move beyond this patriarchal colonialism, you know, um, the thing I was talking about earlier, it's gotta come up, it's gotta be revealed. And so it's our job not to bypass that or not even to say, oh my God, we're totally fucked and to buy into the illusion, right? Cause it's like, when we get trapped in the story of it, we're, we're stuck in the illusion versus, versus I'm holding the highest timeline for humanity right now, which is that they wake up and they remember, right? That they, that, and, and again, I can't be fully response. I'm not responsible for all of everybody else that they're doing their thing. I'm responsible for me. Right. And so in, in being responsible for me, that means that I, I get to do my work. I get to face my shadow and know that that's raising the frequency. I get to share those pieces. I get to share the shame. I get to be with the shame. I get to be with all of the pieces. Right. And, and in doing my work, not forcing the rest of humanity to change their minds and do their work, but in doing my work, they look at me and they go, how did she get there? Mm. What did she do? Right. And then there's an invitation to heal. Okay. Fair. What, what do you say to someone, me or anybody else listening that just, it, I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. It, it, at least in my lifetime. And that bums me out and I have daughters, so it bums me out even more. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just, it just feel, it feels like the most evil characters of every movie are like in charge right now. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, just do you, what, what, how do we, I guess I I'm admitting real time that I'm stuck in in the story. My husband even said to me yesterday, like, we don't drink cow's milk at my house. And my kids asked me yesterday, they were like, why? And I was like telling them this whole story about how cows are mistreated and how, when we drink their milk, we're eating their, drinking their experience and their energy. And my husband was like, they're five. It's too much, Christy. <laughs> it's too 
too much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hmm, yeah, yeah, I really get it. Yeah. And, you know, I just really repeat the question part again. Cause I really want to make sure that I yeah. answer this. Essentially, like, what do you say to someone who just feels like so the, the, the weight of all the shadow and just, and just feels like it's, it's too hard sometimes or doesn't feel hopeful. Yeah. I really get that. And I think that there's a, I think there's an opportunity to be with the pain of that versus bypassing the grief. Mm. Yeah. I go straight to anger. I go straight to anger. Yeah. So like be with the anger. Right. But, but not in a destructive way. Right. It's like, can I just be, can I be with this anger? Can I accept this anger with, with, with radical acceptance? Right. Like it's the anger is fully allowed to be here. Right. Cause if we just, if we just try to bypass the anger, it it comes, it seeps out in all of these and it creates more division and creates more collective shadow and all the things. Right. But it's like, that's you doing your work. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be with the anger. And then probably what's underneath that anger is deep sadness and grief Yeah, at the possibility that I may never see the other side of this. Yeah. Right. But even that could be seen as potential illusion because you may very well see the other side of it. Maybe it's not here in this human form yeah. in this skin suit. Right. Yeah but my sense is that you will. And maybe where you're going is actually where you need to be to usher in. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, we can't know for certain, but that doesn't mean that we need to bypass the the actual grief and tenderness and sadness Mm -hmm. that's underneath the anger and the frustration. Thank you for that. Um, That's something that I hate. What? So bring in the heat, bring in the heat. I mean, we could have like a five hour podcast. Um, okay. I want to ask you about the retreat, but I also just want to ask you this question first. Um, can you t- talk to my listeners about like feminine energy and masculine energy? Um, and yeah, just kind of like a little, just whatever you want to have to say about that. Cause I know that's a big thing that, um, we talk about and that you teach on and, whatever you have to say about that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So there is right. There's like light and shadow side to both. Yeah. Which I think is really important to presence. There's the unhealed feminine or the wounded feminine Mm -hmm. and the wounded masculine. And then there's the divine feminine and the divine masculine. Mm -hmm. And we, whether, whether you are male or female, or you identify as male or female, whatever that is, you have both inside of you. So it's not about being a man or a woman, it's, you know, it's, it's, and, and even non-binary or however you associate, right. You Mm -hmm. have, we all carry both of these energetic frequencies inside of us. And so the, 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 I think the simplest way to kind of understand them conceptually would be the feminine is really rooted in being right. Being with what's present, accepting something with love and compassion, exactly as it is. Whereas the masculine is often rooted in the doing, Mm. right? And so you'll often find that men, right? You're in your feminine feels and you're like, I am so sad. And then your partner comes in and he's like, what can I do? How can I make this better? Right? He wants to go to the doing. And that's how oftentimes the masculine shows up, right? And so it's not, the feminine isn't better than the masculine and the masculine isn't better than the feminine. I think we have to be really conscious of that, especially if we're talking about this rise of the goddess, right? Because if the goddess rises, but there isn't room for the divine masculine to rise, then we're just creating more division again Mm. versus both of us rising together. Yeah. And so, you know, tapping into, I would say like the simplest way to, to kind of like tap into that feminine essence, you hear people talk about feminine essence Mm -hmm. is even just closing your eyes and maybe putting a hand on your heart and just, just kind of tuning in, just even scanning the body. What's alive for me right now? What's present for me right now? Mm. How am I feeling? What sensations are present? And can I just be with them without needing to fix or change Mm. or do? Ooh, that is so good. That is so good. (laughs) 
that's a, such a simple way to tune into yeah. that feminine energy. Mm -hmm. I love that. Thank you. Yeah. And you can kind of like, you know, it's like you, you can get that, you get that essence from like mother earth, right. Or the earth outside carries like the, that feminine essence of just being with everything as it is right. The wind, the scorching sun, the, the heat, the cold, the snow, the rain, the blizzard, all of it. And she just is, she's mm. just there you know, and the feminine, the essence of femininity is in the receiving, mm -hmm. right? And the, the essence of the masculine is in the, the doing or the giving, right? You think about like, oh, oh you know, like yeah. the, the actual feminine. And, oh, yes, yes, yes. Right? Just so you know, she was making hand gestures of a vagina and a penis, just <laughs> yeah. so you guys know. <laughs> right. And so, so it's like, it's true. Oh my gosh. Hold on. I, hold on. I just have to say that guys think about this. The man I'm just, we're just going to say it. The man's penis goes into the woman's vagina. She receives right. him right. and the doing. That's right. That's a really powerful, like, mm -hmm. I never even thought of that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So I want to talk about the retreat that's coming up. So Yay! I haven't talked about this at all on my podcast or even just to anybody really, but I am going on a retreat, my first ever retreat. Well, that's not true. I went on a yoga retreat once, but my first like spiritual retreat, if you will. Really? Um, and it happens to be on my birthday weekend, which I was like, okay, this is a sign. Um, and Emily's hosting it with two other women. And it's, it's essentially, I've been working with Emily for a year and a half. And I just was like, you need to do something live. I want to be in your space live. Um, so when it came out and I saw it was on my birthday, I, I signed up for it. Here's what I know. I know that it's called unbound. I know that it's about unbinding from the stories that have held us back. I know there's a big piece of it around sister wounds, which is something that I, I have. Um, and we're going to be sitting in ceremony and doing, can I say it? Yeah. And I, um, and we're going to be doing ayahuasca and I don't know how to say that weather words. So I'll say mushrooms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I've never done it before and I'm totally excited, but a little nervous. Um, and I really just want to say that ever since, and you can talk about kind of like the, the birth of it all, but there's been a lot of intention and planning that has gone into it and being on the receiving end. I've really felt that and everything that has been happening in my life. It's almost like this retreat has activated it. Because mm -hmm. just FYI, I, well, I had a friend break up. My mom's not talking to me right now. My sister upset me. Like I'm yeah. feeling like, oh, you know, oh, poor me. And so it's really coming at a perfect time. So I would mm -hmm. love for you to talk about it and just like how it came to be and what your intention is and just all the, all the yumminess. Mm, so good. Yeah. So I'm so glad you're coming. That's ah, going to be so perfect. <laughs> um, so yeah. So last year in 2021, I was like, I'm going to do a retreat. I'm doing a women's retreat. Like I just kept saying it and saying it with certainty. And then the two women that were, that I'm running co-hosting the retreat with Morgan and Shiloh, um, moved, happened to move out here in January. And we wound up at the same gathering and Morgan was actually a client of mine, um, previously. And, um, we just had stayed connected, you know, after our contract ended, this was like probably, um, yeah, 2020 sometime in 2020. And we just stayed connected. And I introduced her to my tribe and community out in the desert and Joshua tree. And, you know, it was just like, we're all just so quantum entangled. Right. And so when they had moved out to Austin, I was like, we should talk about doing a retreat together. Like, and they'd been talking about doing one and the woman they were going to do one with had fallen through. So it was like, this seems like really perfect. And so we had gotten together and we were like, yeah, this feels like it really gels. And, um, and I remember they came here and we were like sitting over here in my office mm -hmm. and they brought some hoppe, which is a, a, one of the plant essences we're going to use over the weekend, which is so powerful. It's like rooted in tobacco. It's a very grounding essence. And so you, you use, um, either will administer self-administered, but you, you basically blow it up your nostrils 
And it has this really deep and potent grounding effect on the body. It's so powerful. And Hoppe has been really integral in the creation of this retreat. And so we pulled like the Rebecca Campbell cards and we dropped in with some Hoppe and it was really intense. And we could feel the intensity of the retreat. We were literally birthing. We pulled some cards and none of it really like landed. And I just remember sitting there and I went unbound. I was like, where have I heard that? And we were like, it's one of the cards. And so we, we found it and it was like unbound, unbound, forever unbound. Yeah. And we said, I think this is the retreat. Right. And so this idea around, and the three of us had come together in healing the sisterhood wound, right. So that we knew that was going to be an integral part of the, 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 the weekend. Mm-hmm. We also knew that working with plant medicines was going to be really powerful and potent because I think 90% of the women in the space have never journeyed on psychedelics before. Mm-hmm. And so, and so we knew there was a spiritual soul contract component to the weekend and then the stories, right? Because so many of the women coming into the space are badass business owners, or they've got, you know, they're healers and they're mystics and they're here to do big things on the planet. And we can get really trapped in the stories that, that keep us small and keep us disempowered. Mm -hmm. And so we just knew that this was going to be a really powerful opportunity to bring these three sort of pillars together in this weekend experience combined with, you know, sisterhood and connection and just the yummiest, most nourishing foods. And do you know what I mean? Like, and the ceremonies and, and all of it's a ceremony. So one of the, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned in doing as many ceremonies as as I have is that life is actually medicine. Mm. Right. And so we, oftentimes we go into these journeys expecting that. Remember I did a, a, a journey once with the medicine we're going to be using, um, which I'll chat about in a second. But I remember I, I had an intention of like, I want to deepen my relationship with God. I want to, I want to connect with God. I want to feel closer to God. My ego thought that because I was on the medicine, that like the literal skies were going to crack wide open and lightning bolt was going to come down and right. crack me open. Right. And I was going to be like seeing God. Right. It wasn't that at all. right. And it's in these, it's in the subtle moments. It's in the unseen. It's in the unheard. It's in the unknown that we really meet, you know, the divine. And we really, we really feel the essence and the energy of how cradled and supported we really are in all of these spaces. And so our deepest intention and what we've realized is we were really birthing a, a womb space or we're creating a womb space for everybody to come into, to walk into, I'm gonna cry again to walk into the space and be reborn, you know, and, 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 and it's like the, just this deepest remembering, like we were saying of what does it really mean to be in sisterhood that's safe and connected. Right. And that doesn't mean that there's not going to be triggers. And that doesn't mean that there's not going to be, you know, tension, or misunderstandings, but it's how do we repair? How do we, how do we share? How do we sit in connection? How do we work through that? And so even, you know, we're going to presence all that in in our welcome, um, in our welcome circle of like, this is the place where things are going to come up and you're totally held in that. And it's, it's, how do we sit in consciousness and repair work and really have the conversations and share, you know, this is, this is, how that affected me. And, and, and again, like taking responsibility for our peace and, um, and healing together, you know, and remembering as someone who it's, I, I, I'm such a, what's I'm such a, like a, I'm so I'm such, what is it? The contrast, uh, I I have so so much duality inside of me because Mm. I long for that type of connection and yet I constantly find myself in a pattern of, of, of getting the opposite, which is, which is, I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> I haven't figured it out yet, but I'm really excited. It, this, this is such an edge for me to be to, and you know, me, like, I don't, it's interest again, the duality, like most people would think I have no problem being seen, but you know, I, the ego is tricky. I, I don't like to be seen in, in a lot of ways. And so, yeah, it's like my birthday that weekend. So I'm like, fuck, like I'm, you know, like it's, 
there's just a lot. I have a question. How is, I believe, I believe, I believe in my heart that all of these things have happened because I activated my sacred yes into this container. Mm. How does that work? How is Mm. it? And you know what? This is actually good because a lot of my clients, like if I teach on triggers, which I'm in a program right now and I'm teaching on triggers and I'm, I'm giving them tools to use for triggers. And it's so funny. They're like, why am I being triggered so much? And I'm like, because you're learning about how to deal with triggers, but how exactly. does that work? Like how, talk to me about that piece. Cause I think that's really, really interesting how you want to grow something. And then life kind of makes you almost feel like you're not meant to learn it. If you know what mm. I mean, do you mm. know what I mean? I think that you designed it this way. Mm. Like, what do you mean? You're like, say more. (laughs) (laughs) I think that we design these things this way, right? So it's like, there's a part of you unconsciously that knew, right? That, that, that there was this beautiful opportunity for you to step into a space that was going to hold you and see you in all, uh, in all of it. Mm-hmm. Right. And support you in all of it. And, and what you're stepping into and what you're calling in, right. Which is more sisterhood and connection and not superficial, but a deep, you know, deep friendships and relationships and all the ways that you want to hold your clients in that and expand them into that. Mm-hmm. And so anything that's not in energetic alignment with that's going to come up and fall away. Right. Or it's going to come up to be integrated in a new way. And I think Mm. as I was speaking to that reincarnation piece, like, I think we really design these opportunities, right. And free will. Yes. So you, you could have chose chosen not to lean in and, and go to the retreat. Right. But you did. And your soul remember that there was codes there for you, or there was Mm. things there for you to, to, to experience and to have so that you could heal these, you know, these pieces. I love that. So like anytime somebody is wanting to invest in something for themselves, learning something, coaching, whatever, what I'm hearing you say is that it's by design. And yeah, I love that. That's really good. Okay. I have like, I firmly believe, firmly believe every woman coming in this retreat, we all signed a soul contract that we were going to be in that space at that particular time in this way. That's so beautiful. That's when I believe that too. And it just feels so good to know that you're doing something that your soul was like, yeah, this is something we get to do here on earth this time around. Yeah. So that feels so good. Okay. I have, I mean, I have a hundred questions, but I have one more that, um, I've been wanting to ask you, which is working with you has given me so much permission, so much. You just give me permission, if you will, in all different Mm -hmm. types of way. I'm wondering who gives you permission Mm. right now. It's interesting, right? Cause I have like, I'm working with, um, Rebecca in her mastermind, Rebecca, I have the contact queen. She's given me deep permission in so many ways. Um, that's just felt so loving and kind and compassionate and, um, I don't know what's the word, like a calling forward. Right. Mm -hmm. So I would say, absolutely. Um, I would say, um, another one of my favorite women out there right now is Victoria Washington. She's such a badass. She gives me permission and we're not even in a container together right now, although we've worked together but just seeing the way that she shows up and leads herself. Um, Mm. and I would say, honestly, like I'm really learned and I'm continuing to deepen into my own permission, which is the, the real remembering, Yeah, you know, because there, everybody is a mirror. So it's really just you giving you permission at the end of the day. And, and sometimes we need, like, we need to key into people to activate that. Mm. right. To remember that, to have that code come online, which is why having a coach is so valuable, a coach so that, valuable. that you're connected with. Um, I know a lot of times with my clients, they, I say something and they're like, I didn't even think I could do that. And I'm like, yeah, why not? 
Well, mm-hmm. and obviously that's, that's because I've received so much permission from the people that I've worked with, like yourself. So much, so much. Yeah. And also, um, Amy, I shared with you about Amy Rushworth, who's I'm in oh, her yeah. pleasure Empress program right now. So that's, you know, radical permission right there for just dropping even deeper into the feminine and, and, you know, it's the first time I've been in a container that's had no, um, gold star at the end that's had no, you know, goal, um, yeah. goal. Yeah. And that, and, and that is the deepest of the feminine, right? Do you have like five more minutes? Yeah. Okay. Cause I want to, let's, let's go down this pleasure path for a moment. Cause I'm on my own journey with that. And I actually mm-hmm. just want to share, I had my first ever like intentional pleasure practice yesterday that was guided. And hey. I was like, it was, I cried a couple of times Oh yeah, because I was, it's, I actually shared this on my stories yesterday. I cried because it was like a returning, but I actually never even knew that I wasn't there. Mm. If that makes any sense. It was like just being so kind and sweet and tender to myself is something that you, I don't typically do. Right. Like, even if I have masturbated in the past, it's like, let's just get right to it. Let's, you know, get the orgasm and go. But this was like, you know, that was, it, that wasn't even the thing at the end. She was like, the goal is not orgasm. Like That's it's right. just exploration. And it was so beautiful. So let me share what I have feel about pleasure. And then I would love to hear what you are leading into but what I'm realizing about pleasure is that number one, it's our birthright. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. like, and I don't even mean sexual pleasure. I mean, like just relaxing and just having pleasure, you know, like yeah, sensual a, pleasure. Yeah. Eating a yummy strawberry and, and really feeling it and, and taking a bath and just like not having an end goal. And what I'm also learning is that pleasure, mm. like allowing yourself to feel pleasure, but without the orgasm and, or the goal mm-hmm. allows my nervous system. It's almost like teaching my nervous system how to hold more. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm learning. How about you? (laughs) Yeah. I'm feeling this, like for me, it's this loosening on the grip of life. Mm. It's this like opening, as you were saying, like, it's like an opening into, into more without the addiction to needing something at the end of the, of that moment or that experience, it's being so in the present moment, so present to the experience that I'm having. Hmm. And, you know, I think it can be a sensitive subject for a lot of people because there's a lot of shame and distortion and, you know, the programs around pleasure and, and sex and sexuality is, is so deep. And I loved what, you know, Amy said in one of the calls, she's like, you know, God didn't give you a, 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 a part on your body with 8,000 nerve endings that has no other purpose than to just feel if you weren't literally designed to feel. And a lot of these ancient, you know, practices and ancient ways of being sex and sexuality and pleasure was how they connected to God. You know, it was a ceremony. And it was how they connected to the divine. Right. And so for me, it's like, it's a deep spiritual remembering of what it really means to be closer to God and to spirit. Wow. Yeah. A pleasure, uh, container is in my future. I just haven't like me taking one, me taking one, um, and you running one that, you know, it's so funny. I've had like two or three people be like, can you teach on this? Cause I've been talking about it in my stories and I'm not embodied enough yet, but totally, but potentially, potentially I, I want to finish this by sharing with you. I really, I think I said this to you once before, but I really think like that veil that came down on humanity. I think that before the veil and how we're supposed to be like, listen, I love my husband. I, I monogamy is like ingrained so much into me that the thought of not being monogamous makes me nauseous, but above that human experience, I really think we're all meant to be just like having sex with one another, enjoying one another. I honestly believe in my heart that like everyone is on the spectrum of sexuality. I, I, there's probably a few people that are like totally, totally, totally straight, (laughs) 
but I think for the most part, every we're, we're meant to, I don't know. I think we're meant to be enjoying each other and we're just not. And I think that's why so many women are so fucking upset where they're not getting fucked enough or well enough. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. There's a lot more fluidity than I think most of, right. Most of society is either awake to, or, um, willing to admit, right. Because of the shame, because of the programming, because of the, you know, yeah. What does that look like if you actually admit it? Yeah. You know, so I, I get that. (sighs) Well, so good. I'm so happy that you came on. Thank you so much. Um, t- you can tell them your Instagram and mm, thank you. Yeah. Um, you can come connect with me at the dot Emily fits on Instagram F I T Z. Um, yeah. Tell me you listen to the episode so we can connect. <laughs> thank you so much. And I cannot wait to hug you in real life mm, and have my blankie and just be cuddled up next to you. Um, thank you so much. Mm, Love you. You too. Mm, What a beautiful conversation. Oh gosh. I hope you guys love her as much as I did or as much as I do. Um, some of my biggest takeaways was the fact that the moment that we're in right now with humanity is this moment of remembering it's especially for women and men. And, but for me, it's, it's so prevalent in women right now, just remembering. And it's like, she said, you know, we all promised to remember. And I think we're all here triggering one another in, in some capacity, right? Loving triggers can be loving, right? They don't have to be the kind of triggers that set you off in a bad way, but even just watching a woman rise, watching a woman leave an abusive situation, watching a woman leave friendships, watching a woman get healthy again, watching a woman reclaim her cycle and start to track it and 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 live in the energetics of it, watching a woman start a business and go through the mindset and the energetics and the stripping away of all the layers, all the reasons why she's not cut out to do it. All of those things and so many more examples are part of our remembering. And if you're listening to my program, if you are, if you follow me on Instagram, you are a part of the remembering. You are in the middle of your own remembering. And it's so important that each and every one of us remembers our true nature, our true selves. That's what's going, you guys, we are the ones that are the light keepers. We are the ones that are literally shining the light in all of this darkness saying, follow me. The light is this way. That's what this community is all about. That's what I'm building here. As you heard, Emily, she's really here to help women that want to be coaches. She's really here to help them step into their power and make a lot of money and build a community with impact. I am here to build a community of women and men that are remembering, that are stepping into their innate power, that are here to reignite the light in the world. We are in the midst of massive destruction. We are in the midst of massive crumbling, of systems falling. We are we are in America seeing the shadowy, shadowy, shadowy side of America and its roots, you know, not wanting women to have rights, not wanting people of color to be equal. Like we are literally seeing that right now, real time with mass shootings, with Roe v. Wade, with all of this. And there is a reason why you are remembering that this is wrong, that there's something not right about this. Listen, I am all for protecting lives. I am all for protecting the lives of people walking this earth. You know, wanting to protect the unborn is a very convenient group of people to want to protect because they don't ask anything from you. Why don't we focus on protecting actual living, breathing people that are here walking this earth? Why don't we focus on protecting our children from the cycles and patterns that each and every one of our family lines carries? Why don't we focus on that? Why don't we focus on protecting you 
from from yourself, from the layers of conditioning that you believe to be true. If there's any part of you that thinks you're not cut out for some part of life, that's the mother wound, which I actually just did a podcast about if you want to listen to. But this is what we're here to remember. And every single woman that triggers you in a good way and a bad way, she is all she's doing is she's nudging you to remember. And that's what I'm here for. And with that, I want to invite you into my Hustle to Flow group container. Hustle to Flow is a program for spiritually curious women desiring more ease and flow when it comes to building a life that you love, a business that is thriving. This program gets you off that never-ending hamster wheel of always feeling like life is so hard, like life is always working against you so that you can finally start living the life that you were born to live, the life that you're starting to remember, a life filled with purpose and passion, joy, laughter, and dare I say pleasure, combined with the power of human design, energetics, mindset, somatic healing, I am teaching you exactly how to approach your life and business and work in a way that honors your unique energy and energetics so that relationships, business, and life in general feel, dare I say, fun and abundant. (laughs) This is the program for you if you're looking to grow your business and your life. This is a total transformation, and I'm so excited to welcome this next group. If you are interested, the link will be in the show notes, or you can DM me directly on Instagram. I am at when hustle meets flow. As always, snap a pic, take a picture, share it on your social, tag me, and I would love to hear what your biggest takeaway was from this program. I will see you guys next week.